This is Religion Today with Martin Tanner, a weekly look at religion and spirituality here at home and around the world. Now, here's your host, Martin Tanner. Welcome. This is Religion Today. I'm your host, Martin Tanner. Yesterday, I had a great time at a debate I was challenged to by a local um, pastor by the name of Jason Wallace. He's a great, cordial man, a very nice person to uh, to talk to. He has a wonderful family and a wonderful congregation. Some of the positions that he took in our debate, I thought, were a little bit extreme. Some of them were quite good. And I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the concepts that we discussed last night in our two-plus-hour debate. The real crux of the matter isn't so much whether Mormons are Christians. I mean, we certainly believe we are, we are, but what does it take to be a Christian? Now, I was frankly offended when we were compared to Muslims and said that we are as far off in our concept about Jesus and about God as, as Muslims were. The reason that was so astounding to me is because Latter-day Saints believe very strongly, literally, that Jesus was the Son of God, that he was born of Virgin Mary, that he was crucified and raised from the dead, that he atoned from our sins, and that he is literally God. These are all positions that, frankly, much of Christianity doesn't accept all of or doesn't take to be nearly as literal. I spoke not too many years ago with a Presbyterian minister who was much more liberal than the one that I was speaking with last night, and he took the position that the resurrection was was kind of a metaphor. There are other Christians who, for one reason or another, don't want to say that Jesus has a physical body. Now, the resurrection was the hallmark of, of Christianity. Those are the core concepts of Christianity. And to say that somehow Latter-day Saints are not Christian when others who don't believe in those very core concepts are Christian is quite surprising to me. One of the other big issues that comes up from time to time is what does it take to be a Christian? And is someone excluded from being a Christian if they believe things that are in addition to the Bible. For instance, New Scriptures, the Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, Latter-day Prophets, things along those lines. Incidentally, the Latter-day Prophets part of it is something that is specifically foretold in the Book of Revelations. We have the two witnesses who are prophets who will, according to that book, come in the future and prophesy. So the Bible itself talks about future prophets. And then again in Amos chapter 3, verse 7, it says that God will do nothing without revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. If you believe that Bible verse, you must believe that either God is doing nothing or else he is speaking to prophets today. Which one would that be? I prefer to believe that he is speaking to prophets today. And then there comes the question of whether or not 
you have to believe everything that's in the Bible. And I would say that most Latter-day Saints believe everything that's in the Bible. On the other hand, many other denominations do not believe things that are in the Bible. For instance, baptism for the dead is spoken of in 1 Corinthians 15, 29. It's in the Bible. Is that something that is believed in by most Christians? Apparently not. So it must be okay to be a Christian and not believe everything that is in the Bible. How about the concept that instead of being saved just by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that you must be good? What about the concept that the unrighteous will not get into heaven? That is a concept that the Bible speaks of very clearly. In 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9, the unrighteous will not get into heaven. And Ephesians 5, 5 has a long list of sins that if one commits, one is excluded from heaven, presumably unless one repents. Then there's the other concept that's in the Bible that's often overlooked in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. It clearly says, because Peter is talking to already converted Christians, and he says, now that you've accepted Jesus, you will thereafter grow into salvation. You're not saved right now. Thereafter, you will grow into salvation. Now, that is such a difficult concept for some Christians that it's actually been excluded from the Bible. So, apparently... According to many Protestant denominations, particularly evangelicals, you don't have to believe everything that's in the Bible to be a Christian because baptisms for the dead is out, unrighteous don't get to heaven is out, and growing into salvation after accepting Jesus, that's kind of out. You don't have to believe any of those things. You're still a Christian. What about things that many Protestants believe that are not in the Bible. Latter-day Saints get hammered for believing in things that are not in the Bible, like the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants, Latter-day Prophets. But there are many concepts that other faiths believe that are definitely not biblical. They're not found in the Bible. First of all, the concept that you hear all the time, the Bible is the complete Word of God. Where does that come from? The Bible doesn't say that. Jesus never said it. How about the concept that the 66 books in Bibles today are the only books in the Bible? The Bible itself never says that. Not anywhere. As a matter of fact, the very early manuscripts of the Bible that are used in translating most current versions of the Bible have other books in them that are not in the Bible, like First and Second Clement, and the Epistle of Barnabas, and many others. A little bit of a contradiction there, apparently so. And then there's the Trinitarian concept of God, the underlying concept of God, the concept that is not in the Bible and was acknowledged by the people at Nicaea who put it together that it was not biblical. 
still, one has to believe in that unbiblical concept now to be Christians. But, of course, if Latter-day Saints believe in something else that's outside of the Bible, they're not Christians. Where's the logic there? I believe the logic is lacking. So what you have is a situation where many Protestants are accepting things that are part of tradition after the time of the Bible, which they think is perfectly acceptable, and that's fine if they choose to believe that. But then they turn around and say that Latter-day Saints are not Christian when they believe new things that happened after the time of the Bible. Inconsistency is there, and it's quite, quite glaring. One of the other things that frequently comes up is the question of who believes in the correct concepts of Jesus. Now, I would submit that anyone who is part of what we would call a Christian denomination accepts Jesus and should be called Christian. But what you have with fiery evangelicals is this concept that if you don't believe exactly the way I do, that you're not a Christian. You're not a Christian. When we come back, we'll explore whether that concept even is biblical, because it is not, and some other things as well. Stay tuned. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. We're talking about what does it take to be a Christian. Religion Today with Martin Tanner on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. If you're just joining us, I'm talking a bit about a debate that I was challenged to be in, which occurred last night. It was a lot of fun. lasted quite a while, two and a half hours or so, almost three hours, and it was a very interesting experience, not unlike some of the other debates that I've participated in before. And my heartfelt thanks to those who came to support me and to listen. It was enjoyable to meet some of you who are out there in the listening audience in person. I enjoyed that very much. When we took our break, we were talking about, do Mormons believe in the wrong Jesus? And does that exclude one from being a Christian? Incidentally, if you have a question or a comment about this program, about any of the questions raised by this program, or about any other religious themes or topics, send me an email. Send it to martinstanner at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to respond. One of the comments that I brought up in passing earlier, but I'll bring up again in more detail right now, is the question of who has the right Jesus and whether or not that concept of a right Jesus is necessary to be considered a Christian. Many years ago, a few years ago, um, I spoke with a Protestant minister who believed that Jesus was the Son of God 
But his concept was more along the lines of adoption. He was not literally the son of God. He was a really good man, so God chose him to be a son. And as far as the atonement, well, perhaps in some way Jesus had atoned for our sins, but this was more of a metaphor than something that was genuine. And then we got to the concept of the crucifixion and resurrection. Was Jesus crucified? Well, yes, that seems to be a historical fact was the response, but did he really resurrect? Well, perhaps that was a bit of a metaphor as well. Maybe it was a spiritual resurrection. Literal resurrection, I'm not sure I could go that far, was the comment. Compare that as someone who is believed by just about every other denomination of Christianity to be a Christian with a watered-down concept of Jesus and who he was and what his mission was, with what Latter-day Saints believe, which is that Jesus is the literal Son of God, that he was born of Mary, that he atoned for our sins, that he died on the cross and was resurrected for us, and that he has a glorified, physical, resurrected body, and he is in heaven with his Father, his God and our God. Latter-day Saints believe that literally. How can they be said to not be Christian and to have the wrong Jesus? The answer to that question is that we don't believe in the Trinitarian concept, which is not found in the Bible. So why do we believe the wrong Jesus, according to our critics? Because we don't believe in a concept that's unbiblical, that's a tradition that started sometime in the 2nd or 3rd century. Now that makes no sense to me. Perhaps someone can explain it. Send me an email. Help me understand how someone who literally believes in Christ and who he is from the Bible is not a Christian, but someone who has a concept that resulted from the Christological controversies of the first few centuries, who believes that God and Jesus are of one undivided substance, an unbiblical concept, how they are Christian, but the People who believe in the biblical concept of Christ are not Christians. That is a mystery to me. Perhaps someone can explain it. Now, one of the other comments that's often brought up about Jesus and Latter-day Saint views is that we're not Christians because we believe that Jesus is the spirit brother of Satan or the devil. Now, in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, we read very clearly in nearly every version of the Bible that Satan fell from heaven. There was a time when he was a heavenly being, when he was there with Jesus and the rest of us in a pre-mortal existence. And according to Luke 10, 18, according to a similar verse in Isaiah and one in Revelation, Satan chose unwisely and was tossed out of heaven. He fell from heaven. 
that's the concept that Latter-day Saints hold on to in terms of Jesus and Satan somehow being spirit brothers. That's not the terminology that's generally used. I've heard a few Latter-day Saints use it, but generally that's one that's leveled by Protestants against Latter-day Saints. It's also quite ironic that um, Protestants believe that God created the devil, who is evil, but then somehow, and that's fine, but somehow Latter-day Saints can't believe that at one point Jesus and Satan were in heaven. Somehow that makes us unbiblical. Um, All right, move on to one other subject here. Do Mormons believe in the wrong God the Father? Often people zero in on John chapter 4, verse 24, which talks about God being a spirit. It doesn't say that he is a spirit. There is no definite article there in the Greek. It says that he is spirit. Reverend William Barclay had a truly brilliant translation of John chapter 4, verse 24. Protestant pastor William Barclay, Reverend William Barclay, wonderful man translated John 4.24 this way, quote, God is a spiritual being, and his worshipers must offer him a truly spiritual worship, close quote. In short, John 4.24 does not say God is just a spirit. If that were true, then John, 1 John 4.8, which says God is love, would be wrong, because if you're only a spirit, then you can't be love as well. I I mean, that's not what the Bible says. It says God is spiritual. It says God is love, but no one believes God is only love. The Bible says God is light. No one believes God is only light. There are other verses in the Bible that tell us that God is indeed a man. A divine man sitting in heaven. Exodus 15.3 says the Lord is a man of war. We also read in Mark 10 verse 18 in all the great translations of the Bible where Jesus himself says that no man is good but one and that is God. We have other evidence as well that God the Father has a physical body. Perhaps the most compelling of those is the one that we read in kind of a convoluted um, verse. It takes a lot of focus to to really capture this. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, where it says that God in these last days has spoken to us by his Son, who is in the express image of his Father, God's person. That's what that verse says. It says that Jesus is the exact representation of his Father, precisely what his Father is. Now, if one were a spirit and the other one had a physical body, they would be far from precisely alike. And then there are many other things that I would love to get into. Perhaps we can do it another day. The concept that men can become like gods is one of them, and that is believed by Catholicism and Eastern Orthodoxy and Latter-day Saints, all of whom are considered to be Christians, except perhaps, sadly, 
by some Latter-day Saints. Join me again next week. I'm Martin Tanner.